Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 191, and I wanted to give a special heartfelt shout out to 1991's release of Phyllis Hyman's album, Prime of My Life, which is actually one of my favorite albums. Like, that's one of my top to bottom play, like just press play on the top one, just let it play. That's one of my, those albums. I love it. And not only do I love that album, I will love passing it, the baton on to our good friend, Basic Complexity, to take it away with our music choices for the week. All right, so with my music choices for the week, and this might be the last time I do this for a while. Um, all right, so after um after Christmas, just seven away from the holiday thing, but just yes. All right, going up like two days late, but in celebration of the new year, my fairly, really old school song is in, I can't pronounce it right. So, Aaron, could you help me out with this? Old Lang Syne. Thank you. Um, and that version is by Mariah Carey off of her 2010 Christmas album, Merry Christmas 2, number 2. Uh, you. Yeah, and that is my fairly somewhat old school song. I know that's right. Now I'm going to get a, a little bit old, just a little bit older, actually. But <laughs> I must say, <laughs> I actually recently saw an interview because I, I heard that like Mariah Carey was calling herself the queen of Christmas. And uh, I at this um, holiday season, I, I remember talking with my cousins about that and we both shared a, a chuckle, you know, as Mariah Carey lovers, like we both uh, chuckled like the queen of Christmas, what? And I saw Mariah Carey in an interview and she's like, I don't know who said that I call myself the queen of Christmas, but that's nonsense. I never said that. Somebody just put those words in my mouth. And it's like, that's, I, I, I'm glad that she cleared that up anyway. My older song is coming from none other than the beautiful, illustrious Nancy Wilson. Her song, One More Try, from her 1997 album, If I Had My Way. Now that's also one of those albums that I can just start with the first one, press play and go all the way through, all the way to top to bottom, all the way, love it all. And um, I, I came across that album in, in 2017, but 
I, I love it. And I love that that album, in my opinion, is like the quintessence of the best of all things in the 90s, late 90s. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this album so much. She did so well. And she even gives you like some diva belting. Like her style of music is not belting per se, but she does give you some good belting on the album. I'm like, oh, Nancy Wilson, phenomenal. Anyway, um, yeah. Song of Get Back. I, I particularly enjoy when she has the line in that song I wanted you to be my king, but love is not a perfect thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes, Nancy Wilson. Uh, I wanted you to be my king, you know, <laughs> and one more try. Let's give it one more try. One more. Anyway, Basic Complexity. What's the newer song? All right newer song um and yeah once again it is also a holiday song and the newer song is well not brand new but somewhat new um is called and i want to make sure i get this name right it's called blessed new year and that is by the Braxton's collectively. Um, so it's from their 2015 Christmas album, Braxton Family Christmas. The, the Braxton's are outstanding as always. And I wanted us to shout out our good friends at Airy Can Productions with their new show called The Braxton's. And that's all, it's it's not the Braxton family values. Like it's not the actual Braxton people, but one of their newer shows is called The Braxton. My newer song, uh, it's coming from the one and only Echo Smith. And their song, Over My Head, Over My Head, Over My Head, Over My Head. And um, that came out in 2018. And it, it, in the video, I, I remember that they, they were doing that, that uh, finger thing, like, over my head, over my head. And that, that song is so dope. And it reminds me of pleasant memories about the fact that th the time when I was newly living in West Baltimore. I uh, moved into a basement in a house and I was sharing a house with um, housemates and we were all like millennials and, and it was just really cool, you know? And um, I had to also say that uh, at that time, yes, I, one of my, exes um sort of almost came back into my life but the wrong way the wrong way but i possibly will leave that alone but almost came back into my life and then i told him that i was renting a basement in a house at that time because i you know 
F what people think about where you live. It's all about you doing what's right for whatever you want. And I enjoyed living there. And when I told him that I was renting a basement and a house, he was like, oh, you're renting a basement. And this is exactly what he said. Uh, I thought you would be farther along in life by now. And I was like, ooh, okay, okay. And um, he stopped talking to me a a after that. He was like, oh, I, I, I think I, I, I left my watch on. I, I have to go. It's like, oh, okay, cool. But, you know, somebody else that I, I was friends with, ironically, back when I lived in Baltimore, then I moved to D.C. and I lived there with my granddad. And um, when he, he didn't know that I had moved in with my granddad at first. So he called and he was like, oh my gosh, Aaron, I see you doing it up. You moving to DC, you must be doing real well, living in DC now. All right, how are you, friend? How you doing, friend? And um, I was like, oh, okay, I'm doing well. And yourself, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know? And I say, yeah, I actually live with my granddad we share a place. And he was like, what? You, you, you live with your granddad? And he was like, it, it was another situation of, oh, I uh, I think I left my watch on, friend. I, I, I have to go attend to it. I'll talk to you later. Never talk to me again. But th th that, that, was, that was fine. That was fine because something I learned during my life in DC is that a lot of people are, are very, my personal experience was that a number of people, not a lot, but a number of people that I came, because for crying out loud, you and I were friends um, when I was in DC for, for crying out loud. But um, a number of people are, They really care about your position in life and stuff like that. And if you are not where it's at um, financially and professionally and the like, and or the like, you will, they, they won't want much to do with you. Now that's not everybody, but that's a number of people. Anyway, basic complexity. Um, so, are you ready to get the show on the road, my friend? Yeah. Oh, right. You're like, it's about damn time. <laughs> uh, uh, um, by the way, I, I was in the, the restaurant with, with a friend of mine the other uh, yesterday, mm -hmm. and um, they played Lizzo's song, Feeling Good, and she has a line in that song. She's like, about damn time. Anyway, but uh, yeah. All right, yeah. and here we go. 191. Hashtag obligatory semantics at lick.utaya. Hashtag verse TV 191A. 
Dating is so hard, I don't understand it. What don't you understand? Okay, so you meet somebody and you go out on a date and you kiss. On the lips? Yes, on the lips. Okay, just checking. Okay, so now that you kiss, that means that you're together, right? No, not really. Okay, but you've gone on more dates and you keep kissing, so that means you're together. No, it just means that you're talking. Talking? Yeah, 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 you're not dating, you're just talking. Okay, so what happens if we go out on a few more dates and we start liking each other? Now we're together. Nope, now you are catching feels. So we're not talking anymore, we're just catching feels. Pretty much. Okay, but after one of our dates, we made sexy time with each other. Nice! So after sex, now we're together. Nope, now you are in a situationship. What is a situationship? It's like a non-exclusive romantic arrangement. I, I don't even know what the hell that means. It just means that you're both confused. Jesus Christ. Okay, so at what point am I in a relationship with somebody? Honestly, when you both just communicate how you feel about each other. Oh, that seems pretty easy and straightforward. Yes, but nobody does it! Okay, um... Yeah, after watching the video, um, it really confuses me personally. Um, I just stick with the basics, really. Um, like, basics of, uh, talking, dating, or in a relationship. My reaction just my, my reaction to this is I'm sorry, my reaction to this is just like it is unnecessary un necessarily confusing and my sense is just is that they say my sense is that they just keep on adding stuff to this which is just making it more complicated than it needs to be. And that's what I have. All right. Her, my initial reaction to this video is that her reproduction of that, because of course it wasn't her voice, obviously, but it was so on point and so correct and one of many one of the many reasons one of the many reasons why i don't like dating is because of of that very situation like dating statuses it, it people make so like it has to be so complicated and i get it i'm somebody who complicates it sometimes too and just like you, you were saying, it reminded me of the song. Why you wanna go and make things so complicated? I see the way you anyway. But yes, Avril Lavigne taking taking it back to the early two thousands for us. And my connection is my reason why my 
what I believe is the reason why people are that way and making things complicated ultimately is people want to be continually available and don't want to, they, they want to be continually available for their right one and don't want to run the risk of missing their right one. And a long lesson that I had to learn was that exact same uh, way of thinking because I was like, well, I don't wanna miss my one by being stuck with somebody who might not be the one, not realizing that what you need to do is work together to grow in each other's oneness. Anyway, um, outside influences convince us, the general population, that there is a magical the one for us. And once we find that magical the one, everything will just fall into place personally and just simply work. And because human couples generally are private with their internal problems, we see only the perfect aspects of the coupling. We, we don't see the struggles because not everybody's gonna put their struggles on front street because it's private. And we cite this as personal empirical evidence that when it's right, it's easy but it's not and they have issues too and the difference is some people choose not to quit physical violence is always a no i'll finish that in my one minute basic complexity let's just quickly make a official sense okay all right now I will finish with a one minute and then my sentence. And yep. I still I remember in my general social psychology class at Howard University. I always have to shout out Howard anyway, but in my general social psychology class, we discussed the fact that human beings are inherently hardwired do not like rejection, right? And formally asking someone the status of a relationship can seem like you're, be, like you're being thirsty and nobody wants to be thirsty, you know? And like even Mariah Carey did a song about it, which would be one of our songs one week. Anyway, but um, so we just played the guessing game all the way until our minds coincidentally meet. But yeah, so, so we just play the guessing game until our minds eventually coincidentally meet or the relationship ends, but there's gotta be a better way. So my one sentence is, humans don't like rejection. So we all play coy until we are rejected yet again, then try again for our magic one. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> yes. Basic complexity and you'll be first for this one again, my friend. Hashtag incensed or no at 
Hollywood Unlocked at Ms. Funky Dineva. Hashtag Verse TV 191B. But I had this guy that I met at the bar, and um, every time we would get into an entanglement, he would FaceTime his wife and be like, you know, hey, I'm with Q, and um, we'll be here for about two hours, and I'll call you when I, I'm on the way home or when I'm leaving or whatever. And she'd be like, you know, hey. And I was like, you know, this is really weird. I would tell him, don't put me on the FaceTime with her, whatever. But I, I, I grew to become fond that they had that type of open relationship. So anyway, he brought her in the bar last week, and I got to meet her for the first time. And I was drunk, and I took this woman to the bathroom, and I said, you know what? I'd like to thank you for sharing your husband with me. Oh, what? my God. And she, and she said, you know, I don't control him. I don't want to own him, and, and he doesn't own me. And I'm glad that you guys have found whatever it is you found. And so we traded phone numbers, right? And this woman texted me. I'm going to change his name to XYZ for the sake of this story. And she said, so, hey, I'd like to organize a sexy surprise for XYZ, perhaps New Year's Eve or if not, something close to it. I can't get out of my mind him enjoying himself in a truly uninhibited way. I'd love to see him embracing who he is. Are you open to setting something sexy up? And I wrote back, I could be down. And she said, well, let's talk tomorrow. So then she goes, I ain't going to read y'all the rest. Well, then they got to arguing because she said, uh, are you top or bottom or you go both ways? I said, well, I said, well, mostly top. So she says, so have you topped X, Y, Z? Wait, really? I, you were at your top? Yeah. So she when? said, have you oh, taped X, Y, Z? And I said, no, we just, you know, played around or whatever. She said, oh, okay, because he's not being forthcoming. I wish you had, though, because I wouldn't mind, and I'm not going to read the rest. Sorry, but I really don't share. And, of course, um... There could be exceptions, but that's extremely rare. Um, uh, for the most part, I just feel that a relationship should be between parties A and B. C through Z don't count. It don't have nothing to do with it. Um, now, however, that if there's if that's the thing, then I'm not hating at all. Um, it's just typically not my thing per se um because i have i have mainly noticed that that as sorry i've mainly noticed try to make sure i Read this right. Um, 
Okay. Um, then because what I have mainly noticed what I mainly noticed has been typically when things like that happen then someone typically would catch feelings. And that's why it's not my thing. Good, go ahead. All right. So, first of all, let's get into the fact that um, calling something an entanglement is just a common part of our uh, natural vernacular now. This, oh, it's an entanglement. Gotcha. And my initial reaction was memories of the fact that I actually used to have a major crush on Funky Dineva. I did. And Funky Dineva was one of our first openly Q plus social media celebrities, right? And I, I, I remember my crush on him was countered or balanced or whatever by the like the fact that he was kind of feminine sometimes and he well sometimes he was like very feminine you know hence being called Biz Funky Dineva sometimes he was very feminine and I would because of where I have grown from at that point I was like well, I wish he wasn't so feminine, like, please. But I mean, you're so attractive, still is, still is. But don't be so feminine, ill, you know, because that's where I was at that time. I I've had a lot of growing to do. Now, my connection, yeah, I was uncomfortable with that because I was uncomfortable with myself. And I remember what sort of helped me start growing out of that a friend of mine who I dated off and on since my mid twenties, all the way up to 30. And um, anyway, but um, one thing that he said to me that was very wise is he was like, ultimately at the end of the day, we all have a little bit of femininity in us. You know, he's like, we're gay guys, we have to. Like we sleep with other men that has to be, there has to be some femininity there. And even though I didn't acknowledge it as such at that time, I, I just took it as, wow, that's a, a good point. But I, I, I do acknowledge that thinking like that is sort of thinking along heteronormative lines to be like, well, you've got to have some woman to be with a man. It's like, Anyway, but um, yeah, Dan Savage talked about how uh, a lot of young homosexual, same gender loving people are that way and we grow out of it. And I'm somebody who grew out of it, you know? And I ask if you're incensed or no, because 
the way that they did that on screen session, I told you like your man did X, Y, Z. That was, I, I feel that it applies to connections with any genders, not just women and man, man and man or whatever, you know, it, it's whatever. But um, I'll take it in the, the rest in the one minute. Uh, anyway, basic complexity. Oh, uh, what's your uh, one minute and one sentence? And yeah, it was where I was. But um, actually, yeah, I think this is it. Um, All right, and you have to excuse me if I said this part if I read it. Um, now, if that's the thing, then of course I'm not hating. It's just typically not my thing. Um, because what I've mainly Notice has been has been that typically when things like that happen, then someone typically catches feelings. Now my one sentence is and really I don't have a life experience directly, but just based on what I have observed, like, probably firsthand, um, it normally does not end well when people do that. Not saying that's always the case, but it is normally. And... Yeah, that's why I asked if you're incensed or angered or no. <laughs> and I, I, I'm with you, basic complexity, and, and that it's not for me personally, but the way that I feel about it is couples can do whatever they wish to do mutually as a couple. And if it works for them, it works for them. Now, I, I feel badly for people who have entered heterosexual relationships not being forthright about the fact that they are into both. And next thing you know, it's like, I feel trapped and, oh, I, I, I want to have some homosexual relations. Like, th that's a, a struggle. But if it's that you, you both a struggle and I feel for them. But if, if you're just both on the same page and maybe you both came into your marriage as same gender loving people and want to explore that way, that's fine. And I found it interesting how on the show people were so confounded by his being a top and they were so, anyway. So my one sentence is, Ultimately, as long as all 
parties' hearts are cared for, I'm cool with any kind of person. But I personally am more traditional. Uh, yeah. And I want my one who wants his one. That, that, that's me. But you do you safely. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, AKA Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. 191.